0: Hi, I'm Alexandra Roxo, your host of the Holy Fuck podcast. I've created this podcast because I want to explore how the mystical touches us in our everyday lives, how the sacred and the profane move together like two sides of the same coin. I found that personally, the most magical view I can choose of life is when I find the divinity, the healing and the transformation in all of life. In this podcast, you can expect to hear inspiring conversations and storytelling that touch the heart and awaken the soul. This is a place for the modern seeker, passionate human and curious explorer, a place where we can redefine what is sacred and what is profane and just have the courage to open to it all. A place where we can step out of the mainstream programming and choose what stories and beliefs and rituals we hold sacred and true. On this podcast, you're going to hear from people on all sorts of walks of life, sharing what they're passionate about, what keeps them awake at night, what they consider to be sacred, what they consider to be profane, how they have explored life and freed their hearts and souls through love and spiritual practice, art, meditation, sex, drugs, birthing, prayer, just experiencing life in all of its wild tragedies and comedies. Plus, ideas, explorations, advice, and truths from me on sex, relationships, spirituality, and what it means to be a human on this planet at this time. If you found that you're also a rebel mystic who doesn't fit into the flattened ideas of good and bad and spirituality, but sees the nuance that life has to offer us, then I hope you find a home with me here in this podcast. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. All right. So today we have a solo episode, just me, answering one of your questions. You all have sent some really good questions, and I appreciate them. And like I said before, I think for our next round of submissions, I'm going to have you submit a voice note question and use your voice and say your name if it feels good and where you are in the world, because I think that brings like a little personalization to it all. And I myself love that. Okay. But in the meantime, here we are. All right. How to slash ways to balance self-love and care with service and love to others. Okay. Let me just break this one down because that was a gorgeous yet kind of a confusing sentence. Okay. It seems like this person is asking, What are some ways to balance taking care of myself and taking care of others? And I think this is a very big question. There are many different, okay, every question that anyone asks here, A, it's not absolute truth, it's my truth, and it's from the wisdom of my soul, my being, my body, my experience, and it's also from my knowledge, things I may have learned in books, picked up along the way, um, but maybe I haven't alchemized in my body, or maybe I haven't lived, right? So I usually try to tell you guys when I'm speaking of something that I've actually lived, I have lived experience around, that I've actually tried on, um, maybe um taken on as an an identity, an ar- archetype, a moment in life. There's a very different thing speaking as a coach, teacher, artist, writer from someone who's actually done something or not. Um, and And with this one, I have lived this question. Okay, so I've lived this question of when do we choose ourselves and our own self-love, self-care, self-realization, and when do we turn that gaze out towards community, family, earth, country, all of these other aspects of, of human Humans, not just humans. All these other aspects of being, of living, of consciousness. So... The discernment as to when in your journey, you turn the gaze toward yourself, towards yourself, you go inward, you take time apart, alone, you regenerate, you heal, and when you kind of go back out and you spread, that may not be a black or white thing. It may not be like, okay, this year, I'm going to really focus on myself. And then next year, I'm going to take whatever um, fruits of my labors and put them out into the world. It may not be that black and white. The way that you can really discern this process is by asking yourself, like, when I feel into um, giving to community, family, to the world, to the internet, when I feel into giving, do I want to hide? Do I want to say, fuck that? Do I say, yes, thank God? And where for you is your edge? Your edge may be around actually sitting with yourself. Your edge may be around caring for yourself. You know, especially many women carry like a a bit of a martyr complex. And so to use your time, energy, and money towards caring for your body, caring for your soul, nourishing yourself may be a radical act for you. For some other humans or some other women specifically, considering most of my audience is women, um, you may have spent a lot of time already thinking about yourself, thinking about... um, Your healing, your problems, what you need to fix, how you can make it better. Your gaze may be very focused on yourself. And so it actually may feel like more of a leap to go, I'm actually not going to do more therapy. I'm actually not going to do more coaching. I'm actually not going to buy more clothes. I'm actually not going to take myself on more retreats. I'm going to take that time, energy and money and put it back into my family, into my community, into my work, into my artistry and pay it forward and outward. So this question is something that I think everyone could ask themselves right now. And this isn't an absolute. It's not like, oh yeah, I'm that or that, right? The times that we're and right now are really polarized. It's like memes, like trying to to flatten yourself into one thing. You're probably both. You're probably all of the above. You may go through different developmental phases where you're more self-focused or different developmental phases where you're more community-focused or outwardly focused. And this could be for a variety of reasons. Some of the reasons could come from childhood wounding, from unconscious uh, aspects of your psyche that are attempting to somehow explain express themselves through you. Um, And some of it may come through just choice. And so it's important to listen to that and to to just pay attention because um, the balance, and balance is a funny word and it's a tricky word. I don't know if striving for balance is always the answer, but striving to be present to what's happening in the moment so um, and to discern in the moment what you need and where the voice of need is coming from. This is, I know this sounds maybe a bit heady or tricky, but so if I'm like, you know what? I really need to take care of myself right now. I really need some self-love. I really need some self-care. You know, I need to take some time to just care for me. If that voice is coming from a part of you that is hiding from life, hiding from the world, hiding from taking accountability and responsibility for the greater whole in the community that you're a part of, global, local, whatever, then that's a very specific thing. If that voice is actually coming from deep truth and wisdom, that's like, wow, you've overworked, you've burnt out, you've run yourself down, you focus your life around others, and now it's time to turn within, then that seems to be a voice of truth. So there's never a black and white. And I think this is really important for us to remember from the Internet um, that we want to make things into this or this, right? You're either someone who's a martyr or you're either selfish, right? Or you're either someone who's community-focused or you're someone who's self-focused. These things change from moment to moment, face-to-face, cycle-to-cycle. So it's more of the awareness of tracking, right? Tracking, wow, I've spent like a lot of time thinking about me recently, caring for me, spending money for on me, loving me. And maybe that's actually what's necessary. And maybe, or and or maybe now it's time to let that trickle outward in certain ways. A lot of people can get burnt out, right, on overgiving. So overgiving is something that a lot of women are indoctrinated into by culture, family, society, or religion. So for you, you may have this indoctrination of, I need to keep giving. I need to keep giving back. And it may come at the expense of you. You may get run down, depleted, and burnt out. That's something really important to consider when you're asking yourself this question of, how much am I essentially giving and receiving? Receiving, Right. And putting your own choice and awareness into, okay, I need to receive a bit. I need to receive from nature, from my partner, from my family, from time, from sleep, from food, right? From art, from nourishment. And, and when do I need to give? Oh, wow. I feel called to give time, energy, money, love, appreciation. So essentially, when you're coming into this question of, you know, me versus we, it's like noticing where you are on that spectrum of giving and receiving and knowing that it's a titration, that it's a modulation, that it's not a a fixed point on a line that you get to go, oh, okay, like now I, I really would like to give. Or I'm hesitant to give. I'm resisting giving. And therefore, I want to look at that and feel into that. Why? Maybe I'm resistant to receiving. Oh, I don't need your help. Oh, I'm fine. I can do it on my own. Oh, I don't need to rest. Right? So this is important to realize that we all have different tendencies depending on where you came from, how you were raised. I have a dear friend who gives so much community so much that every time I hang out with her, I feel like, God, I must be so selfish, self-focused. And sometimes she calls me out on it. She says, you exist in this world of all these people and they're healing and they're reflecting and they're philosophizing. And, but what about giving back? right?" And that's such a beautiful reminder and a call to action. And then there are definitely people who live in the overgiving camp. And they're tired and you hear them say the same words like, Oh, I'm just tired. Oh, I don't have any time. You hear those people, I don't have any time for me. I just I don't have time to do my hair. I don't have time to get a massage. I don't have even time to go to the the get my teeth cleaned, whatever. And um and you hear them stuck in that loop. And both things can be a loop. You can get stuck in the loop of yourself that is like, okay, well, before I give my heart to the world, before I give my writing to the world, before I give my project to the world, I need to get better. I need to learn more. I need to, I need to figure something else out. I need to fix myself. I need to perfect myself over here. Right. So there that, that is its own spectrum. And then the other side, it's like, well, I don't have time to rest because I need to keep giving. I don't have time to rest because there's this problem that I'm focused on solving. So truly only each of you can decide when it's time to give to yourself. To receive and when it's time to give outward and where your edges are if your edges are around a certain type of receiving maybe it's love maybe it's money maybe it's care maybe it's tenderness maybe it's whatever i don't know or maybe if your edges are around giving oh i don't want to give because i i don't know if i'm going to have enough later or i don't want to give because i'm not ready or I don't want to give because I don't know where to give, right? So there's um there's so many different potential edges in this conversation. I would say just to break it down, sit down and take a little inventory, a giving and receiving inventory. Where am I super comfortable receiving? I'm receiving uh, compliments on the internet. I'm really great at receiving text messages. Where am I not good at receiving? I'm not good at receiving compliments in the flesh in front of like five people or more. Those moments I'm like, oh, (laughs) hi, and I push it off. What else am I not good at receiving? I'm good at receiving money up until this number, and then I start to get a little weak in the knees. Receiving help. I'm good at receiving help, but I... Only I'm good at receiving it if I can also be a part of the team of helping, etc. So I want you to just actually write down, like, what are you good at receiving and what are you not good at receiving? And then do the same for giving. And maybe look, where do I actually receive more than I need? And where do I give more than I actually am, is healthy for me? And take a little inventory there so that you can feel into maybe I do need to receive a little bit more care, a little support, a little bit more support, a little bit more guidance, a little bit more wisdom, a little bit more physical support. Maybe I do need to receive a little bit more stillness or quiet. And maybe I do need to give a little bit more love to my family, a little bit more. Love to my community a little bit more. Love to the earth a little bit more. Money, same thing. You could go through and you can go, where am I good at receiving? Love, money, touch, support, Um, any other things, feel free to just write them down and just to notice. And then the next time someone either asks you to give them something, you get to go, oh, shit, this is the thing that I'm really bad at giving. Could I give it? I'm really bad at giving this, or I'm really bad at receiving this. And maybe bad is a little dramatic, but you can say, like, um, yeah, we're allowed to say we're bad at doing something. Like, we don't need to protect ourselves and go, oh, no, let me use a softer word. (laughs) It's okay if you're bad at receiving, you know, compliments or um, tickling or whatever. But just knowing so that when the opportunity arises, oh, okay, this is a great moment where even though I don't like to give compliments, or even though I don't like to give, um, you know, wisdom, I'm gonna give it. Hey, I have some wisdom in this situation. I'm I'm noticing that you're having trouble in ABC. I'm actually I've experienced that before. Can I share with you? That's giving. Uh, that's service. So I hope that this helped, And I think this is something we can all continue to track, right? It's not a yes or no. It's not a, okay, now I'm a giver, now I'm a receiver, now I'm in service, now I'm in self. It's not like that. It's moment to moment and something that you can track and just feel into. Maybe there's phases where you're giving more to others in a space of service, and maybe there's phases that you're not. And maybe it's just all intertwined days or hours, et cetera. Um, I hope that's supportive to you, whomever asked this question. And I hope everyone else listening that it, it piqued something in you, sparked something in you, inspired something in you to understand yourself more deeply and to continue on this journey of life with a little bit more clarity, a little bit more love. Okay, everybody, have a fabulous rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. For more, 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 follow me on IG at Alexandra Roxo and you can get on my mailing list where I send poems, practices, rituals, links to upcoming retreats and events and all kinds of goodies. And if this podcast has touched your heart, please let us know. Please write us a review, give us a five-star rating, all that. It means a lot to myself and everyone involved. Big, big love, my darling. Have a fabulous day and see you again very soon.